Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Now it's time to get to MVP Monday. Let's bring in David Dykstra, Double D, to give us the candidates. MVP Monday. All right, we got four really great candidates today. Let's get it started with nominee number one, Oldis Garcia, Texas Rangers outfielder. In the 18-3 win over the Oakland A's on Saturday, Garcia went 5-for-5 five five with three home runs and two doubles and drove in a career-high eight runs. Garcia hit three two-run home runs and was also hit by a pitch, so he reached base in all six of his at-bats. His 16 total bases in the game was only the 25th time in Major League history a batter had had as many as 16 total bases. Nominee number two, I should say nominee number twos, are (laughs) Tobias Harris and James Harden from the 76ers. The two combined for 42 points, 20 rebounds, and 12 assists in game four as the Sixers swept the four-game series. Philly was playing without Joel Embiid as he sat out with a right knee sprain, but Harden and Harris rallied the 76ers in the fourth quarter for the win. Nominee number three is Jalen Bronson from the Knicks. Uh, Bronson scored 21 points on Friday night and then went for 29 points, six rebounds, and six assists on Sunday as the Knicks won both games at Madison Square Garden to take a 3-1 series lead over the Cavaliers. The fifth-seeded Knicks need just one more win in the series to move on to round two. The Knicks haven't been to round two since 2013 and just that one time since the year 2000. And nominee number four, Taylor Hall from the Boston Bruins. The Bruins' left winger had a goal and an assist in the Bruins' 4-2 win on Friday and then added two goals and two assists on Sunday in Boston's 6-2 win over the Pan- Florida Panthers in Game 4. The Bruins now lead the series three games to one 
as they head back to Boston for Game 5 on Wednesday night. Jenks, who is your Monday MVP? Man, isn't everyone going to choose Adolos Garcia? Probably. I get it. He had a historical... It's hard to go against someone who does something that has only been done 25 times in the history of Major League Baseball. But I'm going to go Jalen Brunson. All right? There's something about... Look, here's my case against Garcia, which it's hard to make a case against him. He was playing the A's. Jalen Brunson in the Knicks' postseason basketball at the Garden. The Knicks have not made the second round of the playoffs, I believe, in almost 10 years or close to it. He's been awesome here. And remember, they traded for him, and he has been nothing but nails since they brought him in. He has absolutely delivered. I did not see the Knicks winning this series, not to say they're going to, but it has been really electric watching the Knicks and watching the Garden be the Garden, like live up to its reputation and more in this series. So for him to deliver on a big stage, and they certainly did that. Had they done that throughout this series, certainly did it on Sunday. I'm going to give it to Jalen Brunson. Why not? Yeah, Jenks, I don't think anybody's going to give it to Adolis Garcia because it's very easy to make a case against him. It's a regular season game against the A's. There's no pressure in this one. So I think you got to give it to Jalen Brunson, especially in a game where you think to yourself, if Julius Randle only has seven points and goes 0 of 4 from the three-point line, is this a game that the Knicks are going to win? And the reason yeah. that they won was Jalen Brunson. He's the guy that's taken on the role as the leading scorer for the New York Knicks. So I think he has been their uh, biggest, best acquisition by far. And think about the Mavericks. How jealous they must be watching him do his thing in the postseason while they're sitting at home and didn't play a single playoff game. So I think for me, it has to be Jalen Brunson. Uh, you think to yourself that Julius Randle is the face of the franchise, but I don't think he is anymore. I think mm. it's Jalen Brunson. I'm going to sit here and just say, tisk tisk, Mr. Jenks. Whoa. There is a hockey player on this list. I... And you didn't go there. Tisk, tisk, sir. <laughs> I can't go hockey just because it's hockey. I mean, Taylor Hall was awesome. The Bruins have stepped it up after they, you know, they had that real disappointment. What in game two where they were blown out six three as not Bruins hockey. But I looked at it hard, double D. I just couldn't do it. Couldn't pull the trigger. It I'll do it. Playoffs, though, so I'll good. do it. All right. NHL playoff hockey is probably the most pressure intense playoffs in all of major sports bar none with all the the hitting intenses intensifies the the games intensify everybody takes it to that next level even in like the first round of the playoffs it's crazy to me how intense it is and for taylor hall to go out and and goal and assist in one game yeah but then to go out in the next game yesterday and get two goals and two assists that's that's big boy big time play playing for Taylor Hall that is impressive to say the least so i'm going to give Taylor Hall from the Boston Bruins my monday mvp since jenks didn't pull the trigger 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so I'm not a hockey person, but aren't the Bruins like huge favorites to win everything? Like, isn't this a game that they were supposed to win? I think the point goes in favor of Jalen Brunson just because the Knicks weren't supposed to be winning this series. So I don't know that much about hockey. Please correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think the pressure was quite as high for the Bruins. It was because, yes, the Bruins are favored to win this, but like Jenks just said, they dropped game two. So if they walk they out, lost one game, oh, man. It, if you go, if you, they shouldn't have lost any games if you talk to most hockey people. They, the Boston Bruins are such an overwhelming favorite. My whole thing is if he doesn't have this performance in game four, is Boston going back tied 2-2 in this series? And then it becomes a whole different thing for the Boston Bruins. I don't know. I I'm just, not a hockey person, so. I don't know. I, I just feel like <laughs> the know. Bruins are. Here's the thing. If this were a hockey team that wasn't loaded from top to bottom, like the Bruins don't have any weaknesses. That's the reason why they won the President's Trophy and, and didn't just win the President's Trophy. Someone's going to win that every year, but set a historic record along the way. They do not. They don't have any any weaknesses like top to bottom. They're one of the best offensive teams. They're a top defensive team. They're number one and two net minders. Allmark and Swayman are just top notch. So even without, is it really stunning that someone in the Bruins lineup, no matter who that is, stepped up and helped them win a game? That's what they do. I'm just going to give the guy the flowers because no one except for you, Jenks, on this show ever gives any kind of hockey love. So I wanted to if you didn't. So, yeah. Or or would you say that since I'm the one who always gives hockey love and that I didn't give Taylor Hall love when I have a propensity for doing so, that maybe I'm right. How about that? We are all entitled to our opinions. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Nobody's going to make the case for the 76ers, Harrison Harden. Well, isn't that series kind of similar to the the Bruins one? Like, I don't know anything about the Panthers, so you'll have to correct me, but it feels, well, that series is over. Like, that series was not close. It was a clean sweep from the Sixers, so this is something that they were supposed to do. So isn't it kind of similar in that regard? Yeah, I would say so. I'll tell you one thing, and Matt, put this in the chat if you want to talk about hockey for a second. The Maple Leafs getting a win against the Lightning in overtime in Tampa – that was huge because we've talked about on this show, Toronto, what did they do? They should win this series. The Lightning have been awesome for a few years, but they're a little bit older. They've won their cups and the Leafs have just been dying to win a playoff series. They haven't done it in 20 years. They dropped game one and you thought, oh God, here we go again, Toronto. So for them to come back, win game two, at least split it in Toronto and then go to Tampa and win the way that they did. I love when they cut away to the fans in Toronto. I mean, yes, it's a Raptors town, but it's a hockey 
town. They had been dying for the Leafs to do anything. So when they cut away to these huge areas outside in Toronto where fans are gathered and they're going nuts, this is a city that has just been salivating at a chance to win a playoff series. for. So for them, I think mentally more than anything, I mean, that's playoff hockey. You see games go to overtime and be tight all the time. For them to win the way they did in Tampa, particularly when you're talking about this outfit, man, that was monstrous for the Maple Leafs. Wait, so did they win the series or did they no, just no, win no, a no. couple games? They got they got home ice advantage back by winning in overtime. They won a I forget who took the oh it's tied at two yeah I forget who hit the shot in overtime. But they won a face off and then it was a one timer that surpassed uh, Vasilevsky and they tied the series up at two. So that was massive for them. But here's my question: So the door is still open for heartbreak for Leafs fans? Oh because no, yes like- it is. <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, you say a is. series win in the playoffs is what they're gunning for. So let's wait until they actually win one before we put all of our faith in a team that has broken so many hearts over, what, the last decade? For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.